I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Fred Show is on. It's stay or go. All right. Uh, Lissa is here. Good morning, Alyssa. How are you? Hi. Good morning. Welcome good, to you. the show. Good morning. Thanks for being here. So uh, we appreciate the uh, the note. FredShowRadio.com. You can DM us to uh, FredShowRadio at Instagram. Uh, so this is like group therapy, right? A bunch of us morons, unlicensed morons here are going to try and help you... Uh, Fix whatever life problem you're having. So please, take it away. Because when life isn't going well, the right thing to do is call a morning radio show. Without question. Mm -hmm. So here we are. We're here for you, Alyssa, please. I need your advice. No no one else can help me. Nobody. Nobody. (laughs) So um, this is probably a pretty common problem. And I wouldn't really say it's an issue, but I I don't want it to become an issue. So my husband and I, we've been married for a very, very long time. Well, about 14 years. So to me, that's a very long time. And, you know, we, we love each other very much. I love him very, very much. I'm, I am very attracted to him still to this day, honestly. However, life obviously has gotten in the way. I'm always busy. I'm tired. We, I'm wondering what is expected to, I don't, I don't want to be graphic, but just sex, right? Like how often is expected to have sex once you've been in a, in a relationship for 14 years? Hmm. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm struggling. Why, what do you mean you're struggling? Like, like how often is I, it happening? I'm just. I mean, maybe once a month. Ooh, once a month. To me, and I'm okay with that, but I just don't know if he is. It seems like he wants it more. So. Okay, and so, hmm. but you don't know if he's okay. I mean, I feel like you you sense that he's not okay because if it were fine, oh. if he was okay with once a month, then I don't think you'd be calling. 
I think he wants it more because he's very touchy and, you know, gives massages and he's very, like, loving and I can tell when he wants it, but... I don't want to constantly be like, no, 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 no. The whole poke in the back thing. I'm not in the mood. (laughs) That old old trick. Uh, You're you're never in the mood. Once a month. Sometimes. 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 I mean, he gets me sometimes with a massage. It does work, but I'm just, a lot of times I'm just tired by then, you know, and I I don't know. I'm just not wanting it as much. So what is normal? So what are you looking, are you looking for that? Like, are you looking for reassurance? People to call in here and say how many times they get it on as a married person? You know, or or if it, I'm sure it's not what it was when you met. I mean, that's that's not unreasonable. But I mean, once a month sounds a little low uh, for for someone who's attracted to their husband and and I assume likewise in, in a happy, healthy relationship. I think once a month sounds a little bit low. Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the average, like, what is typical, right? I, I That's what I'm wondering. But the purpose of this segment... There's something I mean, wrong with me. And I realize <laughs> that when people don't really, you know, hang up the phone and stay or go, I realize it's not that literal. But, I mean, usually this segment is for people who are really debating what to mm-hmm. do, you know, in a more final way. I mean, is it something where, like... You you must sense some sort of problem. You must sense some sort of uh, uh-huh. deficit or or dismay about it, right? Because I mean, if you're thinking yeah, about it like that, yeah. well, for sure he's frustrated. I mean, I can tell he's frustrated whenever I'm not in the mood, and I don't want him to go elsewhere, right? I, I don't think he would, but I don't want him to well, get that, to that point where he's like, "Oh, she doesn't." That was my next question, Alyssa. You've been married for 14 years. You, you know, you're not uh, maybe as driven for whatever reason. Um, would you have a problem if he were like, look, I, I love you. I don't want to divorce you. I want to be with you, but I do sort of have needs that you don't want to meet. So I'm, you know, what if I just, what if he just went off and, you know, handled it and you never found out about it? Like an open relationship, but you, but you didn't have to know. I had not thought of that, honestly. I, I mean, we're very close. We're good friends. And, and obviously, you know, we know each other so well. I've never really thought of it that way. I don't know. Is that I what don't happened? think I would like it, but I'd have to think about that. Alyssa, is that what happened, that you guys have be, just become friends after all this time? No, I mean, we're still attracted to each other. Yeah, we're just, we're friends too, you know. Huh. They just huh. not getting it popping. I mean, okay, I want to, 855-591-1035, I want to know, from people who have been married for a while or in a relationship for a long time, I mean, at some point, is it just, does it just become sort of the expectation that it's just not going to happen that much? Because it does get weird when you have to, like, like I, I can only imagine a situation where I would have to go to my partner and say, I, I want more of this. Because I, I'm sure, as someone who loves him, you're going to want to do that for him. But I also, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that with somebody who's not fully engaged in the process. Like, I right. want someone to meet me in the middle on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to, I don't want you to feel like, you know, uh, inconvenienced right. <laughs> by by me doing so. And I realize, you know, that in, in relationships there are times where he wants to and you don't or vice versa. And so maybe it's not, uh, you know, swinging from the ceiling. But at the same time, <laughs> I don't want to have to go to you and say, hey, once a month isn't working for me. I want you to be interested in me five times a month. And then you're like, you know, scheduling it almost or, or checking off like it's some kind of a quota. So I, th- I wonder how people handle that because that's... Yeah. That's got to be a little bit tough because I want to feel wanted too, right? Mm -hmm. And you're saying that you do, you are attracted to him. You just, is it a drive thing? Do you think maybe like, 
Is it possible there's a medical yeah. thing going on? Or I mean, I'm not a doctor anymore. I'm not currently licensed. There was a mix-up. <laughs> um, and that's something uh, yeah. I would look into. But that's why I'm asking. I'm asking you and you know your listeners what what does everyone else do? I mean, is that even a normal thing or not? So that's what I'm wondering. So for the semi-married people in the room, what are we averaging? Uh, several times a week, <laughs> would you say? Just a, yeah. Once a week. Yes, but I only do that because to me it's important. To, it's an important part of my marriage. Like I'm only like what, like four months married, so like I can't speak to 14 years. But to me, it seems like something that I want to prioritize because to me that's also important to be intimate with my husband because I don't want to ever lose that. You know what I mean? I want us to. And I'm pregnant, so mind you that too. <laughs> like, but I also want us to to keep that spark. I think it's really important because like you were mentioning, Fred, like about going to your partner. Right? Would you go to your partner about other things too if you didn't feel like your needs were met? in other departments maybe like oh i don't feel like you don't listen to me i feel like you know we don't spend time together whatever it might be like yeah but there's something about the the physical aspect of a relationship where i don't i guess i don't want to have to tell somebody but bringing it up is not a bad thing i don't think so at least to let them know how you're feeling right no i'm sure there's a conversation to be had but at the same time i I just i don't know i don't ever want to be in a position where i have to say look we we don't do it enough uh but and we have to do it this many times or otherwise I, i won't be satisfied or whatever because that's 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 uh, inorganic. I mean, no. it, now you're forcing it. It doesn't have know? to be like that. Like, we must put it in the calendar, calendar invite sent. I think it could just be like, hey, like, what can we do to be more intimate, right? What can we do to continue this? Because I think 14 years is a long time. And I think that the spark can die. Or like, if you get too comfortable, that can go away so quick. Well, it sounds like he's trying. You know, it does sound like he's trying yeah. to initiate. Mm-hmm. And there's only so long I can do that before I'm like, okay. Right. You know, Alyssa, let me take some phone calls on this and see what other people, other people have to say because I don't I you know my longest relationship is like 23 minutes so I I never had this problem but um but listen and and if someone won't put out you know if if it's 23 minutes I still after at the end of 23 minutes if I still can't get any then we have a real problem on our hands I gotta move on um Alyssa thank you have a good day thank you keep the radio on let's see what people say hey Kathy good morning Good morning. How are you? Hi, Kathy. Uh, Great. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Stay or go. So this woman, Alyssa, uh, has been with her, I guess, husband. They've been together. They're married. Yeah. For 14 years. And for her, you know, being intimate like once a month is okay. And she senses that's not enough for him. And it's sort of like, well, she doesn't think she's going to change her her needs. and, And he may not change his needs. So, like, what do you do in that situation? Okay, so, first of all, girl, it's completely normal. It totally happens, but it shouldn't be normal. That's the biggest problem, is we all think that this is the norm, but you have to change what's making you tired. What's making him tired, or not tired, is maybe he needs to help you out a little bit more and take some of the stress off of you Mm. on a regular basis. And then he can see the balance in how tired he's going to get when he starts doing a few extra things around the house. And that'll alleviate some of your stress and you not being so tired. Maybe you'll be more in the mood. But also, this is such a common thing in marriages. 14 years is a long time. I've been married for 20 years. Everybody goes through this. You have to communicate. That's the most important thing is communicate how you're feeling so things can get better. And if he's willing to work on that, then you can get through everything. So you're not suggesting uh, like swingers, open relationship, <laughs> Craigslist. Oh you're saying that's a drastic overcorrection. <laughs> Craigslist. I did not say that. Okay, all right, Kathy. Because I, I was just, I wanted to make sure you didn't say that. Okay, thank you, Kathy. Have a good day. You too, guys. Love I'm you. Glad you called. Uh, love you too. Hey, Jesse. Good morning. 
Good morning. Hi, Jesse. So Alyssa's worried about uh, sort of her lack of of drive. Not her lack of, uh, I guess, attraction to her husband, but her lack of drive. What do you do about that? <laughs> okay. So, uh, one, I'm a midwife, and I've also been married for 13 years. Honestly, a lot of it sounds like hormone imbalance because there there is a lot of things that happen, especially as you get older, that can change in your hormones that really make it harder for women especially to want to be intimate. But there are definitely things that you can do about it, and I really think as a couple you do need to prioritize everybody's love languages. Like my husband's love language is physical touch, and he's very... Um, he very much needs physical touch in order to feel loved. Do you know what I mean? So he's very good about communicating like, hey, I'm feeling a little bit unloved. Like, are you okay? What's going on? And then we talk about why, you know, maybe we're not having intimate relations. We have, you know, three little children that are six, three, and one. So, yeah, you know. That sounds like there's just not time. (laughs) I mean, three three little (laughs) kids. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Also true. Huh. But there's yeah, definitely so many things at play. But I think hormones definitely getting checked, especially after such a long relationship, is not a bad thing. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Thank you, Jesse. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, definitely a conversation is in order. But I also, it's a, it's a fine line because mm. what if their priority, what if it's just simply like, there's nothing wrong with her medically. There's nothing wrong with the way she feels about the guy. She just doesn't really care. It's just not important to her. And mm-hmm. it is important to him. Like that's, that's a, that's a total game changer. I mean, that's like a diverging path. Yeah, it is. You know? Um, and, and I guess I wonder, you know, what do you do? Uh, I mean, do you, do you blow up the whole thing because you need to be satisfied sexually and the other person doesn't? I mean, do you walk away from that? Mm. Mm. Uh, Tough one. How do you say your name? Is it Kariston? Yes. Oh, okay, good. That was a, that was a good guess. Um, good morning. What do you think? There go. Well, ish. Um, honestly, I would say she needs to sit down and talk to her husband at one point or another. My ex-husband and I, we went two and a half years without having sex. And it's true. We just became friends and there was no intimacy. We didn't even really hang out at any point and he didn't help with the housework. So it just became, we were in this lull and sex is important in a relationship. So I would honestly just have her sit down and talk with her husband and they both need to talk about what their needs and wants are in the relationship. If she needs more help around the house, if he needs more sex, then they need to have an honest conversation with each other. Was that ultimately the purpose for the divorce? Was the lack of intimacy or was Uh, it all the things? It, it was a multitude of things between the lack of sex, the lack of help around the house, just our lack of communication, and it just it, it was a cluster of issues that led to that. All right, fair enough. Thank you, Kirsten. Have a good day. Thanks, you guys you know, too. People are they're jumping to this idea that like he's not helping and stuff, and she didn't indicate any of that. Like that this is this is just people surmising what it could be. Yeah. But she didn't make it seem like she wasn't was unhappy with his performance in the relationship and thus wasn't rewarding him, she made it seem like she just doesn't care. Right, like yeah. she's not that into sex, which some people aren't, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. Depends on the person. And I suppose if it's medical and she wants to fix it, but she didn't even seem like she thought it was that. You know, yeah. it's, it's not like my drive is down and I really wish it were higher and so I'm going to go figure it out. 
Yeah, in, she was yeah. fine, just worried about him, I guess, which I don't know if that's... Like, I've taken either. medication before in my life that has is, is decreased my drive, mm-hmm. and, and it has been a problem in relationships, and so then I go to the doctor and I say, well, what is... Oh, okay, well, it's related to this and that, and then we switch things up and then right. whatever. Um, because it's not that I, I didn't want it to be down, it just was. Right, right. She didn't jump to, you know, he doesn't do enough at home, or I need to go, you know, seek medical advice mm-hmm. she kind of just seek or she kind of just made it sound like well i just don't just don't really want to do it hey ruby hey hi ruby good morning so you um you're more on like the medical camp like maybe something's wrong yeah um i am kind of in the similar situation and i am been married with my husband for over 10 years and um i did seek out medical attention just because i didn't have that drive and i you know it, it was Kind of like the caller that said, like, she didn't have any intimacy with her husband for, like, a month or so. So I I definitely think she should just check with her OB or just her, you know, her doctor and just check and see if it is, like, a hormone thing. But also communicate with her husband for sure. Yeah. Okay, Ruby. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. We probably should ask her if she has uh, urges for other people. Yeah. Like, does she? What about like by herself or you know mm-hmm. other stimulus? Like, does that do it for her? I wonder. Because mm-hmm. uh, then that would indicate not a lack of drive, but some kind of a, an emotional you know disconnect of some kind. Hey, I'm, I'm, in my expert opinion, <laughs> I have a minor in psychology. I got it twenty some years ago. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Hey, Sandra. Hi. Good Hi. Morning. Good morning. You have the opposite problem. Yes, I think, I mean, I've been married 20 years, Um, I'm in my 40s, but I want to say that it's definitely, like, you have to talk about it, like, if you want it, you have to let them know, like, at that point in the relationship, it's like, you know what, this is what I want, and this is what you need to do, and let's do it, and if you need to make appointments, (laughs) like, do it, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's just that's a tough one. Like drive is a tough one because it, again, it's like I don't want to make you. I, and maybe some people don't care. Maybe they're just in it to get their rocks off or whatever. But like for me, it's the connection. Yeah. And, and if and if you don't want to be there, then the connection's going to be off, and it's yeah. not going to work. It, it might even make it worse oh, because then yeah. it's like, oh, you resent being with me physically. Oh, you know what I mean? And so no, I get, you can I talk about it, sure, but yeah. for sure. Like, the connection has to be, I mean, it's there. She's physically attracted to him still. You know what I mean? And obviously he is, too. Then just make it work. You know, like, hey, I know you're tired, but, you know, this is what I need you to put out. And uh, this is what we're doing. And, you know, spark it up again. They should go to one of those resorts where every all the adults just walk around <laughs> naked and just hedonism, hedonism. And then just do each other. Oh. And then she can well, see. That makes it. She yeah. can see, like, it, either on that into him or I'm not into sex. You know what I mean? Because if she's into other stuff, then right. like if she's seeing Dang some up. other things on the menu that she's right. interested in, then, then then we have an issue with him. But if she walking around here and nothing's working, right. we're looking at a bunch of naked people and nothing's working, then I would say maybe that's a medical issue. See? Yeah. True. True. I don't that's, know. Yeah. That's, how, that's the laboratory. That's how we solve this problem. Same situation. Thank you, Sandra. Have a good day. <laughs> right. You need to see yes. Agree. Right. Yes. I think she needs to spend the night with another man and see what happens. Oh, my God. What do you think about that? Like an indecent proposal. Whoa. Mm. You know? Freddy's here. Like go right. out with another dude. And then if like at the end, if she comes back and says, I couldn't get enough, well, then problem solved. We know, we know what's going on. It's a him issue. Wow. You should be a uh, relationship counselor. <laughs> 
I am one, actually, on the radio. That's right. You get what you pay for, too. The Entertainment Report show is Shelly next. Fred show's back in three minutes after Ed Sheeran. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.